I don't know if you can tell. I was complimenting Sean that his bookmark bar is all like bills and insurance and saving things, savings things. Oh yeah, look at this. And Xfinity mm -hmm. E Trade, Sean, no longer the E Trade baby, but the E Trade adult. <laughs> I've got a got a Roth IRA. Oh wait, don't share the screen. <laughs> don't share the screen. Are we gonna look at answers? Oh shit! Sorry, sorry, sorry. I forgot you can see that. Um. It's it's okay. Just uh, don't don't. So we know to look away. I thought you were doing that for a sec, Edwin, for his like his bank information. Yeah, for a second, <laughs> I was like, oh no, what am I? No, I would yeah. be the opposite of that. Actually, if you do, you know, um, I was going to ask you this earlier, but um, what is uh, the name of the street you grew up on? <laughs> <laughs> Sean, what's your uh, what's your mom's maiden name? Best time growing up. What was the name of your first pet? What was the first major city you visited? Who was your favorite teacher? What was your favorite class in school? What city did your parents meet in? What's your password? <laughs> <laughs> out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael and Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly. For your business paper needs or Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Dundamip, then the people purchase paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your host and horse doctor, Sean Roney. And I'm Edwin Janes, Aesop's Foibles team captain. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. I don't have a drop because your boy is out here <laughs> in Newport News, Virginia, visiting my wife's grandma, who turns cool. 89 tomorrow. Wow. Well, uh, well hey, happy birthday <laughs> or happy early birthday. Thank you so much, Edwin. I appreciate that. She's... Every week we <laughs> every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week is a casual Thursday. Uh, we'll be starting out with some listener provided Jeopardy. Uh, this is very exciting and new, requested by uh, our our beloved Scott's Tot Gen V, uh, and sent to us uh, Jeopardy created by Ashley. Um, and then after that, uh, we have some questions that uh, that some of you have uh, sent us in our Discord. Hmm. Um, again, if you're not a member of a part of the Discord, check it out. It is it is free to anyone. But if you are a Scots Tot, one of our Patreon supporters, hmm. uh, you get to, you get to go to the deeper channels. Um, and uh, yeah, before we get into all that, Alex, you want to start us off with any housekeeping? I think you did a great job there, Sean, um, <laughs> plugging our Scots Tots, which is only $5 a month. You know, you might see other Patreons. They got tears. They got, it's cost $10, $15, and they're sending you novelty t-shirts, not us. $5 a month gets you in the door, into the party, gets you exclusive Patreon mailbag episodes, of which we are recording, I believe, next week. Our uh, Thanksgiving edition. Right. So get your questions yeah. in. Um, and, and not to mention, there's a back episode of, I don't know how many of these episodes, uh, hours and hours of mailbag hangouts. Um, not to mention our bonus shows and our first two episodes of our new podcast, right. which I'm, I kind of buried the lead here. We're going to be launching next month, guys. A whole brand new feed from Ya Boys, which might feature some guests, might feature some other people if you're tired of us. Or if you're not tired of us, you're going to love it. Uh, 
So <laughs> there you go. We we made Edwin watch Midsommar, and uh, that's going to be coming out yeah, here did. in the coming week yeah. uh, to our tots. <laughs> so if you want to hear uh, hear Edwin react to <laughs> some things, <laughs> check <laughs> that one out. Scary movie. <laughs> yeah, Edwin. We hates also watched. Uh, we also watched Over the Garden Wall together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we it's sure a, it's a it's it's a new show that we've been testing out and uh if you join our Patreon you get to be a guinea pig mm-hmm. and listen to our our uh test episodes that you know may or may not ever be released. Um, oh, so uh quick last housekeeping Sean. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. If I were to want to buy myself or a loved one a office themed mm. coffee mug or t-shirt, where could I go? Oh, well, you should definitely go to the mspcstore.com. That's mspcstore.com. Nice. Uh, that's our new merch site. The merch is back. We've got uh, we've got some coffee mugs. We've got a T-shirt. Um, and uh, we're looking forward to making some more stuff uh, as well. So mm-hmm. so check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some stuff up there for Christmas gifts and whatnot, but um, the store is open. Clutch merch run, bro. <laughs> uh, sweet stoom dude sweet stoom <laughs> have your loved one say that to you this Christmas by visiting mspcstore.com and that is all Sean back to you well <laughs> I've got a quick housekeeping Edwin go okay. ahead uh, <laughs> this was releasing on Thanksgiving happy Thanksgiving oh, that's, all right. of our, uh, that's right uh, all of our it. listeners friends Scott's Tots Patreon members join that Scott's Tots like Alex said uh, like a kid's shampoo there are no tears so you can join for five dollars a month um, and when we pose these requests for questions uh, you can get them in we'll be talking about things like Ninja Turtles Thanksgiving Ooh. Christmas Ooh. decorations and more later in this episode so stick around for that and very special so, happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners not in the US to whom this this holiday means nothing like me <laughs> like Edwin. Mm. I will celebrate privately. <laughs> Actually, uh, it is an office, uh, is a holiday party at my office, uh, a small one. But um, so I will be uh, partaking in something on Thanksgiving. Sweet. Uh, well, guys, let's get into uh, the meat of today's episode, which is uh, this Jeopardy game. So, like mm. I said, um, Jeopardy gets referenced a couple of times on The Office. Uh, <laughs> I hit her with company property on company property. So we are fine. Double jeopardy. Sorry. What is we are fine. Um, uh, but yeah, Gen V requested this and Ashley uh, delivered. This is a fully, um, this is a full real jeopardy board. We got categories and different, um, different uh, mm. points uh, for questions. Uh, Ashley said that, uh, you know, she tried to make it so that the, the questions do get harder as the numbers go up. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Are you guys fans of, of, of real Jeopardy? Of course. Well, not the concept of being in Jeopardy, but the TV show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm the other way around. I, I, I like, uh, I like pressure. <laughs> I like to be Living at the edge. Well, I don't enjoy. News. I don't enjoy puzzles and little games. No, I I do like. Um, I, I don't seek out Jeopardy, but when it's on, I, I'm not changing the channel. I'm 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 in. Um, I hear Ken Jennings is doing pretty good. R.I.P. to uh, a fellow Alex Alex Trebek, former mm-hmm. host. So mm-hmm. this one's for him, big dog. Well, uh, well, let's get into it. This uh, so the categories are: mm. draw me a map, mama. 
From the Kitchen of Michael G. Scott. <laughs> Great. Okay. I want an Xbox and a TV compatible with an Xbox. <laughs> hey, we got sports games again. <laughs> and Hot Girl. Ooh. Uh, cool. I think that since Edwin doesn't get to have an American Thanksgiving, I, I was going to let him pick first, Alex, if you'll allow it. It is just okay. Um, and... It is just dawned upon me in this moment, right now, as I look at this board and I see an Edwin Alex counter at the bottom that I'm playing against Edwin. This should have been <laughs> obvious to me. <laughs> and now I'm like, what am I? Why am I here? What are we doing? And uh, you know what? Let's have Edwin go first because he's just <laughs> going to run the board on me anyway. So how do we buzz in? <laughs> Alex, how does this can... work? Yeah, that was going to be my question: is how do we buzz in? Uh. I w- how about you guys just say buzz buzz? <laughs> oh, it has to be when the question is done, right? Yeah, so I'll so I'll finish when reading the I'll Sean read, has to the, read question. the question. Yeah. Yeah, and then Boy, you have I to am... say buzz buzz and then I say Alex go ahead and then you I say am... the answer. I am leaning leaning on my wife's grandma's Wi-Fi here at her house to, to deliver <laughs> this buzz buzz faster than if you get from Switzerland <laughs> to Portland. Uh all right, Edwin. Okay, so I'm I'm starting the board. All right, we're going to start with uh, I want an Xbox and a TV compatible with an Xbox for 100. Very good. Do you read the and you're going to read the question? I'm going to read the question. In season four, episode nine, local ad, Dwight creates a game within this game he uses to escape reality. Buzz, 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 buzz. Alex, <laughs> Alex came in first. Second Life. That is correct. Mm. Um. How do I? <laughs> Furiously oh. changing text. There we go. This year. It's oh, look at this. Nice. Wow. This is wonderfully done. Very, very good. All right. So Alex gets 100. Bam. Alex, you may pick the next question. Uh, I want an Xbox and a TV compatible with an Xbox for 200, please, Sean. In season eight, episode five, Spooked, Dwight comes dressed as a character Kerrigan from this game, minus the knives. Buzz, buzz. 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 I, I think, this is an internet issue. This is gonna. <laughs> I think Edwin gets that one. Give Edwin that one. Sure. Uh, what was StarCraft? Yes, correct. I didn't say what is Second Life, did I? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, you got to do it in the form of a question. Damn it! All right. We'll 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 you guys still get to keep your points. Thank you, Edwin. Thanks. Go ahead. I appreciate and pick that. The next I appreciate one. that. Okay. Uh, I want an Xbox and a TV compatible with an Xbox for three hundred. In season six, episode twenty-one, happy hour, Creed wows the Sid and Dexter's with oh. his skill at this game. Buzz, 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 buzz. Uh, Alex was first. Ah, uh, what is Dance Dance Revolution? Correct. That is three hundred to Alex. <laughs> have you guys played Dance Dance Revolution? I yeah, have. I'm really bad at it. <laughs> Are you good? I'm a sensation at it. I got quick feet. All right. Let's go with I want an Xbox and my TV compatible with an Xbox for 400, please, Sean. Thank you very much. In season six, episode 35, The Chump, Jim and Pam invite Michael over to their house to play this game and order Hooters takeout. Buzz, buzz. Edwin. <sighs> Billy Joel. What is Billy Joel Rock Band? I did not know that one. Correct. Wow. And that's All 400. Right. Points to Alex. Is episode thirty-five? Is that no? Correct? <laughs> to Edwin, to it might Edwin. be. It might, it might be a typo. A- episode. Give that. Give those points to Edwin, please. 
Uh, very good, category. Edwin. And uh, and you may All pick right, the next question. Thank you. Let's close out the category. I want an Xbox for 500, please. In season seven, episode 10, China, after Pam returns from looking at the new office space, Jim says he's been playing this game for two hours. Buzz, buzz. Edwin. Minesweeper. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Is there a way that you can check it without? Yeah. Oh. Uh. I'm afraid the answer was <laughs> wow. zombie soccer. Where is my chance to steal you? Yeah, that? No, that, <laughs> no, I... no, no. I, I didn't know it. I didn't know it. I didn't know it. The correct zombie answer soccer. is zombie soccer. That's right. But yeah. The, yeah. for the listeners, because this is an audio format, um, the the reveal answer is revealed to all of us as we share the screen. <laughs> All right. As so I no, said it, I was like, that's not right. And then God, uh, so we're no a bunch of there. hacks. Uh, All right. Let's keep this. Yeah. All right. Alex, since uh, since you didn't get a chance to answer there and you could have uh, go ahead. What's uh, what's it? Um, I'd like to go south of the border and south of that border. Let's go with from the kitchen of Michael G. Scott <laughs> one for 100 in season five, episode 25 broke. Michael reveals he drinks this every morning. Buzz, 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 buzz. Alex, uh, milk and sugar every morning. Milk and sugar, correct. Uh, go what ahead and pick and our sugar? next. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, what is milk and sugar? Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> what is? Um, it's fine. From the kitchen of Michael G. Scott for two hundred, please, Sean. In season five, episode ten, the surplus. Michael is seen mixing this drink in the kitchen. Buzz, buzz. Edwin. Oh. It's Diet Coke and sugar. Yeah. Sugar and diet yeah. soda. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well done, Edwin. Hey, we've got sports games again for Ooh. 400. Whoa. All right. Whoa. Okay. Someone's shooting for daily doubles. In season nine, episode eight, The Target, Jim and Daryl meet with this athlete who shares a name with a Dunder Mifflin employee. Buzz, 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 buzz. <laughs> Uh, I do think it's Alex. I don't know if there's a delay happening with Edwin. There is. It's my only hope in this game. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Alex, go ahead. I honestly, this is like a handicap in golf. Like I need a quarter second <laughs> yeah, advantage on Edwin to level out this game. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, who is Ryan Howard? There you go. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Eat fresh. Uh, all right. <laughs> Alex? Um... Let's restart the category here. Hey, yo. Hey, we got sports games. Hey, we got sports games again for 100. In season five, episode 23, Michael Scott Paper Company. Michael attributes a famous quote from this athlete to himself. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Buzz, buzz. buzz. There's a tie there. I think. I'll go ahead and take that one, Sean. Um, <laughs> who is Wayne Gretzky? <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Correct. Uh, Go ahead and pick our next category. Alex. Let's go. Uh, we got sports games again for 200, please. In Sean. Season five, episode 12, The Duel. Michael taunts this athlete as he hits 31 mile per hour running past the radar sign. Buzz, buzz. Edwin. Who? Carl Lewis. Oh. <laughs> Carl Eat Lewis. That, Carl Lewis. <laughs> yeah, that was. Yeah, okay. Edwin. Uh,. We'll keep it going. Hey, we got sports games again for 300. In season eight, episode five, Spooked, Jim gets stuck dressing as this third member of the Miami Heat's big three. Buzz, buzz. Well, buzz, buzz. That was uh, Edwin. Was... Who is Chris Bosh? 
Ding, ding, ding. Chris Bosch, good job. No shame in being uh, being dressed as CB4, man. Chris Bosch was an all-timer. Hall of Famer. I saw him in the Miami airport once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. He was he was a tall he was a, ta- a tall guy. Yeah, All right. <laughs> I saw Kwame Brown in the airport one time in Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> oh. Wait, I got to uh, say this too. On my flight to Virginia, walking out into PDX, one after another, unrelated. First of all, the entire U of O men's basketball team with coach okay, Dana yeah, yeah. Altman, and right behind Dana Altman, like twenty yards, Senator Ron Wyden alone. <laughs> it was like it was the weirdest like 30 seconds of like ah Oregon public figures there they are anyway and any celebrity plane sightings Sean I've got one more Ed oh Bidu. I uh yeah <laughs> Ryan Airport. and I Ryan and I spotted uh David Cross in uh LAX nice he looked he looked very like he kind of looked a little lost and confused and uh didn't you, seem you have a you have a beard to rival his at this point man yeah that we could have we could have related on that. Mm-hmm. All right, I have one more okay. celebrity airport. Oh yeah, save that for later. Hit it. Uh, We're gonna save yeah, it for mind. later. <laughs> <Yeah. We'll... laughs> Stay we, tuned. We gotta do something to keep people listening. To <laughs> yeah, this episode. yeah, I know, right? Yeah. All right, hey yo, we got sports games again for five hundred. In season nine, episode ten, lice. Jim gets to meet this basketball icon while the rest of the office deals with a lice outbreak. Buzz, 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 buzz. That was Alex. Who is Dr. Julius Irving? That's correct. Dr. J. Very good, Alex. What doctor? Dr. J. Thank you, doctor. Take two of these and call me in the morning. That's our next question. When was the last time you saw Daryl run up here real fast except to get birthday cake? <laughs> Y'all have a birthday cake? <laughs> Y'all have a birthday cake? <laughs> That's not a very good Daryl. <laughs> uh... <laughs> All right. Uh, draw me a map, Mama, for 500. Whoa. In season seven, yeah. in season three, episode seven, branch closing, Angela doesn't want to go all the way to this city for a final group lunch. Ooh. God, I remember looking this up on Google Maps to see how long of a drive it actually was. It's a Scranton suburb. Three. Bah, bah. Yeah, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> the answer was Dunmore. Dunmore. Oh, Dunmore. I wouldn't have gotten Dunmore. That we should also clarify for the listeners because they can't see the live score tracking. Um, I guess just as a quick update, right now I have 1,300 points. Alex has 1,100 points. We have not been subtracting points for wrong answers. Oh, so far. yeah, that's right. But So I think I'm the only one who had a wrong answer at one point, but we should just clarify and probably keep going with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I lose that for picking it and not getting the answer? Well, we'll just – we'll, we'll – uh... No, no, you nah, don't lose. You don't need no, to do no, that. No. That's you, fine. You'd have to yeah. right, confidently hey. give an answer. And, if and uh, hopefully, not, or or maybe, depending on how well this segment is received, maybe um, we could do a segment <laughs> like this again, and we can just call this "What Is We're Fine." Uh, yeah, this is definitely <laughs> yeah. a pilot. Um, but yeah, so uh, Alex, take yeah. away with another question. Thank you for doing this with us. Yeah. Well, they hated. I, I hated the Mad Libs, but they liked. Yeah. It. I hate it. They <laughs> it. I like I it, but they it. hate All it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> reverse Aaron on that one let's let's moonwalk back through this category shall we uh, draw me a map mama for four season two episode 18 take your daughter to work day Michael sends Ryan to break into his mother's house in this city to retrieve his guitar and the fundle bundle tape buzz buzz Edwin what is Dixon City oh my god Dixon City ding 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 correct Ooh. jeez all right Edwin okay 
what is, uh, what is <laughs> Draw Me a Map, map Mama for 300 This city is often combined with Scranton for regional purposes, such as a coupon book in Season 7, Episode 6. Buzz Buzz. Edwin. Mm. Wilkes Bar. What is? What is Wilkes Bar? Oh my God, oh. no. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Oh my God, no, no. Oh my God, don't call it. Uh, that is correct. Wilkes Bar. Okay, I'm glad you got that because I'm pretty sure I would have said Wilkesbury. That's how it, I feel like it is pronounced on the show sometimes. Wilkes Bar. Yeah, that seems that seems right. Man, I wouldn't. I was have gonna say I was gonna say Wilkesbury, so I would have lost points. So I'm yeah. glad you got that. I would. If any it. listeners have insight, is it pronounced Wilkesbury? Because it seems like that on the show. Hmm. Wilkes Wilkesbury. No, you should not not have given that to me, Sean. You should have deducted points for that. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, uh, Edwin, please uh, pick our next question. Training wheels are off. From the kitchen of Michael G. Scott for three hundred. All right. In season two, episode 19, Michael's birthday, Michael orders this unique sub sandwich for the office. Buzz, buzz. (laughs) Buzz, buzz. Oh, Alex. Tomato, bologna, ketchup. Tomato, bologna, and ketchup. Ding, ding, ding. What is is tomato? What is bologna? (laughs) What is ketchup? (laughs) God damn it. Nice. The TBK. Someone ate ate three feet of that thing? Tomato if and you want, ketchup. You, can, you guys can skip ahead like 20 minutes and then there'll be cooler <laughs> stuff in this episode. You know, there's an Easter egg in, um, I think, Cafe Disco where he starts to hear mm. the music from downstairs and he pulls out of the sandwich from the, and he's sitting in his office and he pulls out his sandwich and he looks in the camera and he says, might as well be dinner. But uh, the sandwich <laughs> that he's holding is clearly tomato, bologna, and ketchup. <laughs> uh, Edwin? Alex? Or Alex, yeah, sorry. Alex. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> from the kitchen of Michael G. Scott for 400 In season six, episode 20, New Leads, Michael is distressed to discover the sales team has smashed his sandwich containing these ingredients. Buzz, buzz. Edwin. What is honey and jelly? That's correct. Wow. Ding, ding, ding. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> This is great. This is great. This is like playing one-on-one with LeBron. I'm just getting (laughs) just humbled in all the right ways. Edwin? Uh, Draw me a map, Mama, for 100. In season seven, episode seven, christening, Michael bids farewell to this county, the home of Scranton. Buzz, buzz. Alex? I got to clean these up. Lackawanna. What uh, what is Lackawanna County? (laughs) Very good. Yes. Uh, Sorry. Uh, yeah, there we go. Lackawanna County. Thank Correct. You. Thank you. All right, you can pick. Uh, draw me, uh, uh, draw me a map, Mama, for two hundred. Close this category out, please. In season two, episode twelve, the injury. The gas station in this city does not have fresh yams. Buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> Alex, uh, where is Carbondale? Correct. Where is Carbondale? Uh, all right, cool. That closes out Draw Me a Map, Mama. We still have 500 in the From the Kitchen of Michael G. Scott category and the entire Hot Girl category. Oh, Running okay. score check. Uh, right now, Alex has 1,700, and I have 2,400 points. Let's Which go. I do think – I think I didn't give him the 300, though. I think uh, it should be 2,000 to 2,400. Go ahead and toss that my way. We'll spare change <laughs> for your guy. Okay. It's coming so down it's to the wire. Close. Yeah. <sighs> All right, Alex. I, I just Swiss internet. I need you to just chill out. Just be <laughs> slow. 
Perhaps a shark could chew through a cable under the ocean. All right. I don't like, know if that's... Like many uh, other Swiss things, the internet is neutral. <laughs> um, from the kitchen of Michael G. Scott for five hunch. In a deleted scene from season four, episode one, Fun Run, <laughs> we find out Michael makes his own salad dressing, a combination of these two store-bought dressings. Buzz, buzz. 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 Uh, that was, you both did that together. Uh, go to Edwin. I'm going to go to Edwin. I, yeah. That's Edwin's. What is Wishbone and Newman's own uh, dressings? <gasps> These are dressings. New- oh, no. Wait. I get oh, to... no. Wait. I... Oh, God, sorry. <laughs> why did I get to steal? Oh. Uh, sorry. <laughs> the question, the answer has been revealed on the screen. That's a big 500. I needed that. Yeah. Well, I will subtract it from Edwin's score. Which oh, does okay. put Alex in the lead. <laughs> yes, let's go, baby. Come on. We cannot give you anything, but we can punish your opponent. <laughs> but you knew that one, yeah? I, I was just going to say ranch in Italian. Okay. But okay. I don't know if that would have counted. Yeah, so the answer is Newman's Ranch and Newman's Italian. Okay. Um, he, he sells it at farmer's markets for a slight loss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like our original store. That's nice of him. Oh, I'll say this. God. I think... I think I think Newman's Ranch is garbage. There, I said it. It's wow. awful. All right. Uh, email on. us at mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. How do you feel about Newman's Ranch? Look, <laughs> I love Paul Newman. I love everything he stands for. I like they donate all profit to charity. Make a better ranch. Okay. I like ranch clothing. Am I right? Paul, Paul I know you're uh, listening in heaven. Uh, Alex with, this, says, uh, with this swing in points. Alex yes. is up 2,000 to my 1,900, and we yeah. have one full category um, at yeah. stake. This is, this is an interesting game here. And it's all uh, about hot girls. <laughs> Alex, why don't you pick this question for us? You know, let's keep – let's get this thing down to the fourth quarter. Let's just work our way. Hot girl for 100, please, Sean. In Threat Level Midnight, this actress is cast as Michael Scarn's dead wife. Buzz, buzz. buzz. Uh, Edwin. That was Edwin. Who is Catherine Zeta-Jones? Yeah, I nailed it. Correct. You guys are back to neck and neck. Hot girl for 200. In season five, episode 13, Prince Family Paper, the office debates whether this actress is hot or not. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz. That was Alex. Hillary. Who is Hillary Swank? Correct. Confirmed hottie. Alex. Uh, Uh, Let's go hot girl for 300, please. Michael shares a birthday with this actress. A buzz buzz. Uh, oh. Edwin. It was Ava Longoria. Nailed it. Correct. 300 to Edwin. Dang. Okay. Okay. Last two. Hot girl for 400. In season four, episode one, fun run. Pam says almost marrying Roy is the closest to this actress as she wants to be. But buzz buzz. buzz, buzz. Alex. Who is Pamela Anderson? Correct. That would have been her name. 400 points. That's right. That's right. All right. Um, all comes down to this. The final question. Yeah. This was not scripted, as you can tell, based on how <laughs> well we've executed every other element of this game. <laughs> okay. I have to produce this, is... this later, and I, I, better put, I better put some Jeopardy music under this or something that exciting. That would be cool. Uh, okay, guys. Future, do that. Okay. This is the final question. Uh, just a, another shout out to Ashley who created this. This has been very fun and, and very well done. Uh, thank you very much. Thank All right. You. This this is this will decide it, gentlemen. Hot girl for five hundred. 
In season seven, episode 10, China, Andy texts Daryl this actress's name with a question mark and nothing else. Buzz Buzz. Edwin. It was Megan Smiling. Fox. Oh, I wasn't going to. I, <laughs> ding, I ding, blanked. Ding. I blanked. Megan Fox. Woo. Correct. Uh, uh, that Sheesh. means that Edwin wins our game. Um, oh, buddy. I would say. Wow. The score is close, but I will say I probably forgot to give Edwin points maybe once or twice. Uh, probably. As it's my first time <laughs> operating this uh, this game, and but no, he still won. No negative points and no daily doubles. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, but it was tight, man. It went down to the, down to the wire. Yeah. What's so. our final that's, score? That's, that's What's our final score, Sean? Edwin, 2,800. Alex, 2,600. Okay. Okay. That um, a close game is is what makes for like a compelling game of Jeopardy. That's what I like to see when it's close yeah. down to the end. Yeah, yeah, that was well, uh, yeah, that was very exciting. Edwin, Edwin Jennings <laughs> getting it done. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, Ashley, this is super cool. Um, by the way, this is uh from a website called JeopardyLabs.com. It looks like you can build your own Jeopardy game. Oh, so uh, so check that out. It and it worked really well. So. Uh, I don't know. It worked. It worked pretty well. I think. I think. I think user error was the. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, yeah, it would work well if there were like a spectator version where we could not see the answers and have the chance to answer a question that. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Or like maybe for future reference, like if you had the answers in front of you on like a piece of paper or a separate, then which I you you wouldn't have to reveal until yeah. Yeah, and and to Ashley's credit, she did send the answers in an email i could have just had that out oh. in front of me uh but at the same so time you're trying we're learning you're, you're sharing the screen so if you go if yeah. you go across then we see the answers isn't yeah, yeah. exactly oh that's right yeah yeah we're figuring uh, it out you know we could we'll on a live stream we could pull this off this might be a live stream thing yeah i enjoyed this so you know if, if you want to make your own office trivia uh jeopardy um and send it to us uh, uh that'd be fun and let us know if if you thought that this was interesting or good it is um, a visual thing. Maybe we'll just throw the yeah. We could f- we could throw this just uncut video up on our Patreon too. Cool for people. Yeah. That be fun. Watch yeah, watch this. We'll, yeah, I'll try. It. Yeah, we can we can we can figure that out. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, should one, we? Let's one take very a break. last thing. One very last thing. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I? One last yeah, thing yeah, before yeah. we move off of Jeopardy. Okay. If you ever go to Hearst Castle in San Simeon, California, you to get to the cat like. The castle, William Randolph Hearst's estate. You uh, you go on the tour, but you have to get on this little car that takes you all the way to the top of the hill. And while you're going up there, there's a voice that gives you the picture and sets the stage for what you're about to receive. And the recording is of Alex Trebek. And this was uh, no I listened to it a year and a half ago. It's always after he had passed away. Um, but it was so nice to just hear his voice again and to say something that I hadn't already heard him say. Um, <laughs> so uh, for Jeopardy fans, wow. that's a little extra. There, but yeah, it was a nice surprise. I I, I really, I thought you said hers castle, as in like hers chips. And I, yeah, well, what's the what's you (laughs) what's your castle number? Six, six, (laughs) nice, nice pull. Um, yeah, I I agree with you, Sean. What, what, what say we take a break and come back with some, some listener questions? What say we do? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know about you, but the end of the year can be a tough time for me. The cold, dark weather has me cooped up inside all day, which can get me down. Then the added anxiety of so many family gatherings and the gift shopping. It's enough to make a person go loco. 
This time of year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it, but adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. I personally always talk about my feelings with friend of the pod, Colin Colin, who is not a licensed therapist. And instead of teaching me coping skills and about how to set boundaries, he just teaches me to embrace and nourish my anger and then unleash it at the Christmas dinner table when my mom asks me, isn't your beard getting a bit long? Needless to say, it never ends well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com slash Scott today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Scott. Hello and welcome back to the Michael Scott Podcast Company already in progress. Coming off our heated Jeopardy game, we will be moving into the conference room for our classic segment, Tot Tie Guy. We <laughs> take and answer questions from our Patreon subscribers submitted through the Discord channel. Uh, so it is the Scott's Tots Discord channel that you can access if you're a member of our Patreon, and uh, you get special access to this. However, you can also join our Discord without being a member of Patreon. That Discord link is available in the show notes and our Instagram bio. Um, and of course, if you have any other questions for the show, the things you want to ask us, um, obviously Patreon is, is a great way to do it, but also you can mm -hmm. email us MSP, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. Um, but mm -hmm. without further ado, we will get into these questions. So we got some great questions, uh, from our listeners, especially with a pretty quick turnaround time. So very impressed, uh, yeah. as always with, uh, with our tots. So first question, as it is, uh, Thanksgiving today. Mm. Favorite Thanksgiving side dish? Oh. Mm. Uh, stuffing. Like stuffing. Alex, Alex will decide. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do that no matter what you said. Okay. <laughs> Just goofing. Just goofing. Uh, but I also like New green question, beans. Goofing. I like I like green beans like with when they do them with like bacon bits in there, like just little pieces of bacon. It's like good. the casserole? No, or just I mean, straight green beans? No, no, just straight green beans. Like, yeah. Okay. I do love a green bean casserole as a side, though. It no, might be up there. Green bean casserole can, it can vary wildly. Yeah, the French high onions on top, the crispy onion. I mean, it's good stuff. High ceiling, high ceiling, low floor, green bean casserole. But uh, but generally speaking, <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for it. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I was. Uh, also, oh yeah, go go go, please. No, I was just gonna say I, I I'm weird. I love. I love canned cranberries. I'm into it. Um. I like I like that <laughs> sharpness on the plate. I kind of put a little bit in with a little bit on the turkey, a little bit on the potatoes on a little bite. It's just my little my little dollop. Mm -hmm. My little dollop. And I, I just I run that well dry throughout the entire dinner. And uh it's good for me. I like waking up to it. <laughs> Sue me. Uh I was also going to say stuffing based on the fact that I only ever eat it at Thanksgiving, but I'll go with mashed potatoes. That is a classic and yeah. uh, something that, yeah. yeah I think those uh, are the obvious actual red answers is mashed potatoes and stuffing. But I, uh, I just want to give a shout out to my cranberries out there. <laughs> I've I like always, cranberries too, man. Yeah. I like uh, our friend Zach has always said that 
Thanksgiving food is actually not good. And when people challenge him on it, he says, "Why? We would eat it more than once a year if, if it was actually yeah, any it's good." True. <laughs> Although I do eat turkey sandwiches throughout the yeah. year, I eat those. Mm-hmm. I eat mashed potatoes. It's a very it's it's becoming a very popular take, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think Thanksgiving food is good, and I'm we do eat a lot most of it at other times of the year, just not all together. Sure. Exactly. Exactly. And eating it once a year kind of makes it feel more special. It's a reason to have it, you know? Yeah. And I would say you're probably the best part of it, the stuffing. That's like the once a year thing. Yeah. Like really, really it's about mm-hmm. the stuffing. Yeah. Um, I, don't have, uh, I don't have a problem also, getting turkey roasting, into my diet. Well, also like roasting a turkey is time consuming and feeds a lot of people. So if you're not cooking for a large amount of people, right. it doesn't make sense to right. cook an entire turkey. Yes. More that's than that's what year. Zach means to say is, well, we don't prepare this food this way. Mm-hmm. all together mm-hmm. throughout the year which of course but i mean if you golf as much as i do like you're eating turkey sandwiches at the turn kind of on the regular <laughs> so uh, checkmate zach checkmate got him. uh okay we can uh and zach can open invitation to come onto this podcast and uh talk about it if you like um, oh yeah he doesn't next listen. question he, that uh, well, first question that came phone. The, oh. <clears throat> sorry go ahead <laughs> Uh, I should I should give credit. First question was courtesy of Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. Next question comes courtesy of Large underscore Tuna. In the same sort of vein, what do you bring to Friendsgiving? Ooh, mac and cheese. I make some of my my classic, coveted mac and cheese. Hmm. It travels well. You know, you bake it, you put the foil on. It's gonna stay warm. You need to you need to zhuzh it up. Easy. You need to warm it up. Easy. I think, I gonna, I that, think another one that I also was okay, I was also going to say baked mac and cheese because it's a it's a classic. But uh, if uh, you got that one, so I will say buzz, buzz. Uh, usually like I would do like chicken adobo. That's the classic Filipino. I feel like I, that's my answer for every one of these questions. But yeah, I've made it and brought it to Pablo before. before. I say uh, yeah. it all the time. <laughs> he does. He does. Yeah. Uh, with with any potluck, my concern is always just like, will there be any vegetables? Uh, it, it it often goes the way of a lot of bags of chips, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, wings, little smokies. Uh, so I, I I take it upon myself to bring a vegetable. I like uh, it with a dip, a sangria, maybe. and a bag of mixed vegetables. <laughs> uh, you like a what? I don't, Sorry, don't I, and I don't do the uh, the veggie platter. It's like you got to buy. Buy the veggies, chop them up yourself, and uh, and then do a dip. Like uh, you can totally buy a veggie platter. That's completely okay. No way, nah, nah, <laughs> nah, nope. Uh, I don't know, man. Sometimes those veggie platters are weird. They're like there's like water drops inside on the tray, and like I don't know, man. I don't know where that's been. I like to I don't know where you're that stuff out. I don't know. properly yeah, prepare yeah. it. Right. And then uh, maybe like a whipped feta dip, like a New York Times recipe wow. whipped feta dip. Man, I got to invite you to my parties more, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's good stuff. That's classy. Good that's that's pretty classy, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Yep. Hey, uh, thanks. Okay. So uh, one of the last holiday, well, I'll save one last holiday question for the very end. Um, okay. Thanks again, Large Tuna. Next question comes from PK, friend of the show, PK. When do you put up Christmas decor? The day after Halloween? The day after Thanksgiving? Sometime between Thanksgiving and Christmas? This year, I was like kind of talking to Ryan about like, just let's just get started. Like, I don't like, 
I mean, it's we don't really have a ton going on this week, and I'm I think we're gonna just start pulling stuff out. So so I guess this I'd say this year I'm gonna I'm gonna start decorating before Thanksgiving, so that the day after Thanksgiving we're already in Christmas. Mm, I like that. That's good. And but don't but we don't get the tree until I don't know tree. <laughs> uh, we'll get the tree probably like a week after Thanksgiving though. Yeah, for me, yeah, for for my family and for for myself, it's always kind of revolved around the tree when you get that, which is generally first to second week of after December. I mean, when I was younger, definitely after Thanksgiving because we wanted everything up by the time that Advent started. The Advent calendar is right. a is a deal for yeah. us young young Catholics growing up, and uh, it'd be weird to just have an advent calendar and nothing else. So let's put it all up. I wonder if someone's made an office uh, advent calendar. I've never oh, looked, sure. and I can guarantee you it exists. I'm gonna look right now. Oh, God, I'll tell you what, man. Up. Advent calendars are advent calendars are very popular here, and there's a lot of varieties. There's some made by like really? Haribo. Um, there's some. I saw one at the store the other day. It was. Um, Three in a row. It was uh, Bayern Munich, Borussia Dortmund, and Liverpool FC all had their own advent. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. There is indeed um, uh, an office-themed Funko Pop uh, <laughs> advent calendar. And then, oh, somebody on Etsy made one where it's uh, you open up, uh, you open them up to office quotes. I think, which is kind of a fun idea. Okay. That Jeopardy board we just had could be an advent calendar. I'll tell you what. 25 25 uh doors. Ooh, we got you we got Yumi on the Yumi on the chat. Yeah. We got Yumi oh, what's on the up? Mic. There's Yumi. That's Sean's like cat that. saying hi. Mm-hmm. Again, nice. another visual appearance on our audio podcast, but that's all uh, good. Um <laughs> rich visuals. Uh, I will say to keep it moving, uh, I put up Christmas decorations. Well, it's funny now since I've moved the last couple of years and I moved further and further from uh, from my family. Um, I like Christmas. Christmas means a lot more to me now because I get to come home. Um, I'll be coming home again this year, which I'm very very excited about. Um, but so Christmas is something that's become more and more important to me. But at the same time, because I've moved the last couple of years, I have n- like no decorations or anything. Like having moved twice in two years, uh, I don't have. Uh, a lot of things to put up, but uh, might be worth getting a couple little things. But I would Dude, say right after Thanksgiving, you should you should buy like twenty advent calendars, put them up all over, and every day you just get to open like twenty little doors and get all the little <laughs> treats and quotes and put, like yeah, that's gonna be the coolest Christmas decorations. Yeah, <laughs> that that's so there's something um, very Michael Scott about that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I fill every my year, condo 50 with advent calendars. calendars. <laughs> every morning, I give myself a little present. Yeah, uh, a thousand calendars. Every once a year, wow. I like I like to make my Kevin's famous advent calendar. I'm serious it's about this. Filled with ch- filled with chili, just a little chili <laughs> spills chili. out. Yeah, <laughs> or just one every single day for a month. Like, yeah, like, one's got a little he, corn. One's got a few beans. But like, he doesn't make it a horizontal one where you just like spoon out a bite. It's it's vertical and just vertical just, drip, just drips down. <laughs> yeah, you can try to mount it on the wall, but it'll get soggy and fall apart. Yeah. <laughs> some some doors have uh, Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, <laughs> when you get closer to um, Christmas. 
Okay. Well, hey, thank you to PK for that question. Uh, mm. Moving off the holiday themes, uh, we mm. got a couple from our guy, uh, Jay Smooks. Do any of you play video games? Um, what games genres do you play? Any saboteurs are from Call of Duty in the group? Oh, I'll let you guys go first. <laughs> oh, I played a I played a lot of Call of Duty back in the day there. Um, well, not actually that long ago. I I, I am a video game player. Uh, I didn't grow up with a console. I didn't grow up with anything. I had a computer. I played SimCity a lot. I used to play a game called Dark Forces. If you know what that is, you know what it is. It's a Star Wars game. Anyway. Uh, but no, recently in during COVID, I bought myself a new console, and all the boys were playing a lot of Warzone, a lot of Call of Duty, a lot of PUBG. I still play PUBG. I never gave up on it, despite my friend's ire that I do. It's a terrible game, and I love it. So, yeah, take that. And then I the other games I play are Bethesda, kind of the big RPG. Uh, first-person shooter slash role-playing game. So I'm talking Skyrim's. I'm talking Fallout. I'm talking Star uh, Starfield, currently playing right now. I love those games. I love big, open-world, nerdy games. And then uh, uh, the Red Dead Redemptions are also two of my favorite yeah. games ever. Yeah, I uh, play video games, but like not to the level... Uh, not, not to a very extreme level. Basically, uh, I grew up playing video games, but in the last in recent years especially i've fallen off quite a bit um i basically i have a switch and once or twice a year maybe three times a year i get like a game and i just kind of sink into it for a month and i really really enjoy it um right now i'm playing um the new zelda game breath of the no tears of the kingdom um which is not it came out a while ago but i only got it a little bit a little bit ago um and i'm really enjoying that right now uh i also like uh like uh, Japanese RPGs, like Fire Emblem is a favorite of mine. Oh, but yeah. yeah, it's just like Switch games. Switch games for like a month at a time. I, I don't like wearing a headset. I like any game where I can pause it and eject it and do something else if I have to. Yeah, um, that's and then, yeah. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Shawnee Boy, do you like to I play mean, these games? I, yeah, I, I was going to say that. Darn, nice. <laughs> uh, man, I really don't play video games these days anymore. In fact, I bought an Xbox during COVID because all of our friends were always on it like playing call of duty or halo or whatever and uh i had to i ended up selling it to a friend because i only turned it on like four times in six months but um <laughs> but uh but like i mean growing up i played a lot of games i, I grew up on nintendo so like you know uh, super mario brothers nes was a was an important oh, sure. game in our house my dad had an old nes system and um and uh you know super bar super mario n64 uh oh, yeah. loved loved the gamecube um and it's a cube uh, that then... you play games on what's not to love <laughs> exactly um but yeah man you know i was All over at cube i was over at our friend uh <laughs> our, our friend of the pod colin colin uh i was over at his place the other day and he has like this um it's these these new things that might be like illegal. I don't really know, but it's like a Game Boy that's fully preloaded with like multiple consoles worth of games. Oh sure, have you seen that? Like emulators, yeah, yeah. Like you can buy them. No, on... but I mean, like emulators have been around for a long time. It's just kind of about now they're getting packaged and produced in ways that are like much mm -hmm. more convenient and easy and more accessible. Yeah, man. I yeah, like that thing excited me so much more than having like a brand new like state-of-the-art xbox <laughs> yeah. like i really want to uh 
I really want to get one of those now and like go back and play like, you know, the, the Zelda Game Boy game or, or, uh, mm-hmm. or, or the, like, I, I was, I was play I started up Fire Emblem for Game Boy Advance. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. Uh, I played that one. That one's good. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll grab one of those this, this holiday season. One last say, plug. For, oh yeah, go ahead, Edwin. Nope, no. Nope. Oh, there are n- there are not many games that like are like exciting enough to drive me like really wish that I had a console or or, or uh, something like that. I mean, I had a PS4, but uh, now mm-hmm. that is a in a, um, an artifact. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but then I would really love to play the new Spider-Man game. Uh, did did, oh, did yeah. you guys play that one? The the last one. It's so so good. Uh, no. But anyway. Yeah. No, I played one of the first Spider-Man games that came out, like the new, where you kind of open world ones. They're pretty. Yeah, fun. it was like open world. new world in New York City. It's super fun. But it was yeah. awesome. Just jumping um, off a building and just swinging. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, I got I got to say, my number one, the most popular video game, the most popular computer game of all time, and it's not even close. Chess. I'm on there. <laughs> Play a lot of chess. Nice. And uh, by the way, on Xbox, on chess. Uh, chess.com like my name is Ned Pencil one word capital N capital P you send me a friend request with a with a reference to this podcast I'm adding you we're playing games Apex Call of Duty PUBG let's team up let's squad up boys let's drop Uh, Barky's Wolf (laughs) Barky's Wolf Bingo Bango Bongo what I just want to add too that like when I was growing up playing video games I was I was really into cheat codes. Like that was mm. like <laughs> I would just I would just fire up the Sims, start a new house, new family and just right. immediately like drop t- a few mil in like, the account. <laughs> it was like Rosebud gave you like a thousand simoleons. Uh yeah, I, I would simoleons. just Simoleons. Simoleons, yeah, that's oh, money. Oh, that's their I money. Sorry. I thought you were saying like simoleons. I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not okay uh but yeah i was really into I, I i didn't really care for games that i couldn't cheat at <laughs> did you ever have game genie <laughs> game genie what was that yeah oh, oh something you could like, plug into your console yeah i remember like, that yeah yeah i remember plug that the, the cartridge into yeah. the thing and then it would like yeah. modify yeah. your game in crazy ways or you'd yeah. like go to barnes and noble and you'd like just like like pick up the Zelda guide mm-hmm. and like guide. go to the level you're at <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's what uh-huh. I'm supposed to do. Yeah, man. Speaking of that, other games like this, the, uh, Stardew Valley, Harvest Moon. Amazing. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Phone yeah. games. That's a whole nother thing, man. Yeah. I was really bummed um, that I didn't have a switch when everyone got into animal crossing again uh, during COVID. Oh, yeah. Cause I played that on GameCube and loved it. But, but mm. then I met, I, I, you know, by the time I was like, very well, maybe demanding. I'll get one, they were already done. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. It's very demanding, Animal Crossing. It is. You gotta, you gotta weed uh, your entire town. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, you gotta pull weeds. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so thank you. Uh, next question. Um, let's see. Uh, Do you from Brianna? Thanks. Shout out to Brianna who moderates our Discord. Do you cut your sandwiches diagonally or down the middle? Depends on the sandwich for me. If there's meat in it, like I'm going diagonal, but like peanut butter and jellies, I cut sideways. Mm. Don't know why. Yeah, I think like it's it's diagonally. It's not like um like a total like triangle slice, but you just like 
Yeah, on the bias. I go, I go, yeah, not 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 just straight down the middle. That's boring. I usually do like like the the Grand Central sourdough uh, for sandwiches. So Grand Central is a bakery <laughs> in the Portland area. For those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. it's also um, a train station in New York. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Kenji Lopez Alt, uh, your boy. And I tend to, I tend to agree. Yeah, um, I will say that when you have like a sub or a longer roll or something like that, then it makes more sense to cut down the middle, or even at a very, very slight angle. But like, mm-hmm. as the sandwich is on a longer piece of bread, or maybe as it gets, even as it gets kind of more full of ingredients, sometimes if it gets too tall, then down the middle can be a better way to do it. Yeah, it feels like toast talk. Uh, this but is like, kind a, of... this is a toast. This is. This let's is, go ahead uh, and yeah. say this is toast, toast talk. Yeah. Welcome to Toast Talk. Uh, another channel on our Discord, if you would like to join that. That one you can access uh, for free. Um, you can yeah, see pictures panini, of all the, all the stuff our listeners eat. Yeah, yeah. Panini grilled those cheese. Are, those need to be diagonal, yeah. Agreed. Actually, uh, what I've is it about a panini? Uh, well, an individual sandwich is called a panino. I've learned this. Oh. <laughs> and, and, yeah, not know a group of sandwiches is, is panini. <laughs> I did not yeah. panino that. um okay let's see uh this next question comes from um jay smooks once again favorite ninja turtle Raphael. oh donatello oh also Raphael. this is one category where i'm not going to pick a different one just because i didn't pick that yeah (laughs) it's already been taken uh good job i uh for some reason as a child i felt like i related to Raphael's uh constant frustration (laughs) (laughs) that was not where i thought you were gonna say (laughs) he's the angriest turtle but growing up i was always like like, Raphael's my guy oh you know what my reasoning is my my favorite color was red when i was learning about that is why it's usually color or weaponry or both. And I like yeah. that, Sean, you're like, he was angry and I like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. a lot of angst, yeah. I yeah. was, I love Donatello. I don't know why I had a big purple, I like purple a lot, but mm-hmm. something about the stick, I was just like, give me that, give me that guy. Like everyone else has a blade of some mm-hmm. kind or a sigh or a blade or the nunchucks, which are like standard weapons. But I was like, dude, a guy can get that done with a stick. Love it. Did you guys watch the... Uh... The new Ninja Turtles movie that came no, out. No, I still need year. to see it. Like you Great. said, uh, I think it might be right at my alley. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it, it, as someone who grew up with the Ninja Turtles, it was really, really fun to watch and like and pretty cool animation. And uh, mm-hmm. it was really fun. I think about this, but, you know, it's such a nostalgic thing for us, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's completely normal. But if that came out now and like, all, the title was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You'd be like, this is complete bullshit. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> but if you look back, it's just classic now. It's yeah. funny. I was like, it oh, was they ha- love pizza, and they live in a sewer, and they're turtles? Mm-hmm. Okay. And their dad's a rat. Best believe. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm out. No thanks. That sounds Don't worry. Awful. They fight against the Foot Clan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. They're friends with a human woman. Yeah. And a guy who wears a hockey mask around the park. Yeah. Uh, and Kino okay. from, from Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze. Um, I've always wanted a, one year to go as Halloween, for Halloween as Kino from 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret mm. Abuse. <laughs> but uh, might be a little too niche. Um, Another reason but, okay. I like Donatello was we should mention the video game. The uh the classic arcade the, the NES oh, one the yeah okay. oh well, in the in the arcade where you can stand four of you side by side and play the game together yeah and I loved Donatello because of the reach of that stick you could really clear some yeah. foes out some henchmen I think, I think it was the same game that they made for the original Nintendo and we had that there were three games that they made for the original Nintendo at least three? yeah i played a lot of the third version which was called the manhattan project that was the oh cool probably the most played video game in my childhood yeah oh that's the oppenheimer role-playing game <laughs> yeah. i heard that was really boring <laughs> oppenheimer's a playable character yeah <laughs> <laughs> i liked einstein <laughs> by the way there's a, i think it's from that video game for the teenage mutant ninja turtles one of like one of the greatest onion headlines i've ever seen which is a screenshot of henchmen and that it says henchmen plan meetup around explosive barrels <laughs> <laughs> oh that's right yeah. there is and we, we should probably keep going but there is a yeah. there's a tiktok channel that i really love just called retro games and it mm. just is just gameplay footage of old nes and sega super nintendo games and it's just so therapeutic watching sometimes i see games that like i have not oh. thought about in decades and yeah it's really fun but yeah. You you also speaking of that Edwin you gave me the heads up on NBA Cobwebs the Instagram oh, yeah. account that's so just uh, no context old clips from not even like highlight plays sometimes just kind of mm -hmm. God and they had a Terry Porter one the other day it just it just it just hit me really deep hit, hit yeah. me uh, NBA it's, Cobwebs it's so for good. the hoop heads out there check it out yeah. um, okay thank you again uh, to Jay Smooks next question from Slytherin which sitcom has the best Thanksgiving episode. Uh, man, the ones that come to mind are the, like, How I Met Your Mother always did a Thanksgiving episode. There are no office Thanksgiving episodes. That's not true. There's the wolf.com with Hey Place, and it's uh, Thanksgiving Me or Money Day. <laughs> I stand corrected. But no, that that is one that they never did, which is kind of yeah. surprising. It's a bummer. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? I mean, I think there are, there are probably others, but the ones that I feel like I know best are the Modern Family ones. Mm. Modern Family always did good stuff with Thanksgiving episodes. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I like I, How I Met Your Mother. I think they always did Friendsgiving. Um, so and and those early seasons were pretty good. Mm -hmm. uh, can't really. There's, there's a Friends. Oh yeah, Friends uh, has the turkey a... on the head, yeah. and uh, the Moist Maker, the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> the secret to the Moist Maker was the slice of bread dipped in gravy. That was made yeah. in the Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, I I want to say season nine of It's Always Sunny. They have a Thanksgiving episode that is oh, amazing. They, because they bring back everyone they've wronged. They bring all their foes. They're like, let's break. Like it's all the people they hate, and they have a dinner <laughs> together. Um, very well executed, that and I like that great. they waited to like nine seasons in to do that, which was a good move because they Shot have quite the cast. Sean, one of those guys that they bring in for that episode is Dave from Happy Endings. He's oh. like a guy that they were wrong really early in the show. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, man. Got to go back and I, I've never seen that before. That sounds great. Yeah. It's a good one. And then uh, I'm also thinking yeah. of like not even sitcoms, but like there's really good Thanksgiving episodes in some other shows that are not necessarily sitcoms. Like there's one in Master of None that's just like 
unbelievable. Oh, if you remember yeah, that show. that's right. I Ooh. forgot about I haven't thought about like, like in quite a while. Yeah. A stunning episode, a family episode. Um, oh, and yeah. Then, now, uh, yeah, I was like, I couldn't remember what you were talking about. That That is yeah. a really good one. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's one in Insecure... I want to say anyway, th- those one that was the first one that actually came to mind was that was the the, uh, the Thanksgiving one. That's Le- that's Lena. It's Lena Waithe, right? Yeah, it's Lena Waithe. Yep, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Then I remember. Yes, I remember now. Yeah, that one uh, like really stuck with me for a while. It was very good. It had it was reminiscent of the um, fishes episode in the bear, which is Christmas. Yes, but it was correct. like that yeah. for Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, oh, I've got one. Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving episodes are so good. Uh, so good. I love Bob's Burgers. <laughs> there's been a there's, new there's season, several. which has been really good. Yeah. Nice. I tell you guys, by the way, I just started King of the Hill. Oh, yeah. yeah you did I wanted to that. ask you how that I've was never, going. I've never seen it. I'm just going, started at the beginning. I'm going all the way through it. So hopefully there's a Thanksgiving I'm, episode somewhere in there. I don't know. There is, for sure. I know. I cool. can think of a couple, actually. They're pretty good. <laughs> um, how are you liking it? Oh, I love it. It's, it's so amazing to have a show that's well not the office anymore but just a show that's like i just throw it on when i don't know what else or i don't have much time or i'm just like i'm tired i'm just gonna lay on the couch for a while it's this, such a great companion that show mm-hmm. uh, i'm really liking it oh you know what i'm gonna get more specific slaps giving the slaps giving episode from how i met your mother i think is is one ah. of the best there you I, go. I remember that one yeah um okay another great question um let's see uh we'll do two more um let's see well maybe we'll save uh listeners you can hear edwin slightly off mic because he's looking down at his phone to read these questions i just want to i just want to fill them in on what's going on all right jay smook sent us a a few more but i'll give you just one from him maybe we can answer it really quickly just one or two things um what recommendations would you give to someone visiting portland so maybe just oh. one or two things to check out or to do. I feel like we've done this before, but I don't even remember what I said. We we, we did like what we did, we did recently. Fa- we did favorite things about Portland. Oh, okay. So maybe maybe just give like a place to recommend. Ti- the time of year affects this so much. Yeah. But how, um, so how about right now? If you're coming to right town now? in the next month. I guess I would I would suggest going like downtown actually it, you know during the Christmas time is yep. is really great we got a big tree down it's there. It's a nice time to be downtown. Um and also I recently rode the tram which is uh we have a tram that kind of like runs like down the hill on the oh, west yeah. side towards uh oh, OHSU, from OHSU. Yeah. Um yeah. but uh, but anyone can ride it. I I can't remember how much it costs but it's not much and uh and you get this incredible view of uh, of Portland, and that was really that was actually really really cool to finally do. Uh, I don't, it's been there a long time, and I've never done it. Before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned you talked this about is... this in the last thing about what we love about Portland. You did, oh yeah, I did, did, yeah. Little, I will. Little, I, little, yeah. I'll just say like the trees right now are really amazing right now in in Portland. So I mm. think that would be a cool thing. Trees. <laughs> Sorry, I had, I had to do that a third time. Um, I, this is also a time when like. Like Portland's great, but just around the city too, like adjacent to it is really nice. Like this is a great time to like drive through like the Hood River Valley. Yeah. Just east of Portland. It's beautiful there right now. Yeah. Or even going down south to where all the orchards are, like Newburgh, McMinnville. Just doing a mm-hmm. cider, just like get get yourself in fall in that area. I mean, this is an incredible apple producing region. Um so leaning into whatever seasonal things are around portland is, is a good idea 
Um, yeah. Yeah. I, that. I, I, I agree. I think, I think uh, like hopping in the car and, and driving through the gorge, mm-hmm. going out to hood river, having some great beer that, I mean, that would just I mean, be, come on. that would be sublime. What a, <laughs> that would be sublime. Good, good Sylvia <laughs> Island. Just after Halloween, Sylvia Island chills out a bit, but it's still a really nice time to go. A lot of farms, good places to, to be around there. And then um, just walking by the river, you know, just keep it yeah. simple. Go on a walk downtown by the river, mm-hmm. you know, get a, get a pea coat, get an overcoat, scarf, dude, <laughs> bundle. There's a, there's a, a little restaurant, like kind of near the uh, Tom McCall waterfront park called Kale, and they do Japanese curry. And it's oh, just rice yeah. and Japanese curry. And like you can get, I think you can like add chicken or cheese and like that's it. And it is so good. It is like fantastic. I'm comfort just learning food. about this. Okay. Oh, dude. It's yeah. well worth your while. So you could go it's take a walk along the waterfront and go get some, uh, warm yourself up with some Japanese curry. Mm. And we talked about. Dozone, I believe, on a recent episode. Yeah. You again mentioned it in the last one that we had. Okay, good. <laughs> another great place to walk. Fill your tummy with hot, steamy mm-hmm. wraps or uh, 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 gyozas, dumplings, buns, all sorts of yummies. There you There's go. also like the night um, market is like a big holiday market. Oh, yeah. And that'll put it you is. down in kind of like Southeast Industrial, which is also a cool area to be. So. Lots of shots. Saturday market, the holiday market, can't go wrong. That's true. That that is one thing I, I like about Portland in the winter. It's just like all the markets, the way the malls are, like it just kind of is a nice vibe. Oh, um, also, just with Portland's weather, great time for going to a movie theater in Portland. It's a good time for movies. Go to the Hollywood Theater, Portland's probably most iconic and um, well respected movie theater. Yeah. That you can have a great day around. There's so many good restaurants right near there too. So I would, if you're visiting and you want to do something in town, yeah, go go to the Hollywood, see a movie you've been talking about seeing. Mm-hmm. That's like my old neighborhood. I really, I really loved living over there. It's really yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Final question. Um, thank you again to Jake Smooks for the selection of questions. And this last question comes from Laura B, who writes, "Super cheesy, I know, but what are you all mm. thankful for this year?" Oh. Man, so much. Uh, where to begin? <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> I feel. Yeah, I feel. I mean, life is good, man. I'm. I'm thankful for um, my wife and my cat, and our house. Uh, I'm. I'm thankful to have this podcast. Uh, to for to, sure. uh, you know. It, it, I mean, it, it's really exciting. Like the other day, we were we were talking about this new podcast that we're trying to make and, and uh, I think we're all feeling very excited and, and motivated about it. And I'm just, yeah, I'm thankful to be, you know, doing business with my friends and yeah. And, uh, and, and I'm thankful for and doing friends for, with your business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> DB with F <laughs> doing business with friends. I'm thankful to, for all for for people listening and liking this show that we make this very silly <laughs> podcast that we do. Truly is amazing. If people made it through the Jeopardy segment and they're hearing this, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm thankful I'm, for that. I'm apo- I apologize for today's episode. This is no, no, no. I, I, I thought it was. I had a great time. This is extremely casual. 
casual Thursday. What is? It was fine. <laughs> um, uh, I will. I mean, I kind of echoing you, Sean. You said your house every time of this year, like very much. This is Andy Bernard back to basics. Nice. I'm just like I am thankful for a warm shelter. Sometimes, dude, I look outside and you're just like, I cannot take that for granted. Uh, it's it's amazing, and I'm very thankful for uh, my wife and our health. Um, just that. I don't know. You meet people. We're kind of at an age where people's chronic health things are showing up or it's just like, I don't know. There's so many things that can make your life difficult and you really don't think about it. Yeah. Um, You know, like we're, we're visiting right now, her grandma and her aunt and her aunt had a foot injury recently and it's just like taken so long to heal. And you just think about those things that, I don't know, you think about close calls you have, you think about all that kind of stuff And, and man, being, being healthy is huge. Very grateful for that. That's a really good one. Um, I was thinking about this a lot recently because it was my birthday a few weeks ago, and uh, it has been a little over a year now since I moved to Switzerland, which is insane. Um, I've been in Switzerland now longer than I was in Los Angeles, which also seems crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, so really, really incredibly grateful for um, the opportunity to live here. It's just been such a huge thing for me growing personally. Um, and then I've been able to travel a lot this year, both for work and, uh, personally, which has been incredible. So super, super grateful for that. Cause I know that's not something everyone gets to do. Um, and then lastly, I know everyone, you, we've said this, but this podcast as well, um, it's amazing. Not just that we get to do this every week, but it's also my tether to Portland and, uh, our friends and family back in Portland a little bit. Um, it's funny because when we, when I come back, it's kind of like you guys are also the first people I see usually so we can do yeah, it in person know. recording. It's like, Hey man, Hey, yeah, how but, you doing? Uh, good. Yeah. I think yeah. when I walked uh, into Alex's yeah. house and, and, uh, or Edwin, you showed up and it was just like, Oh, Hey bud. And then it was like, Oh wait, maybe <laughs> let me give you a hug. Like, I don't, like, it doesn't, I don't, like, it let just me doesn't, touch you. Yeah. Yeah. It was it's like, like, I have nothing to catch you know? up with you on, but I'd like to touch you. <laughs> exactly. Isn't that funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it, it, it means a lot for sure because, uh, you know, moving to a new country, a new place, like making mm-hmm. friends and your social circle and your social life, especially when I don't have any family here can be really, can be a challenge. Um, totally. And so just being able to talk to you guys once or twice a week uh, is, is really nice. In addition to, um, just the incredible community we have in Patreon, Discord, all the people that listen and interact with us. So, yeah. Yeah. A lot to be grateful I think for. That, yeah. For. yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, family. I mean, yeah. That way that I have a brother and my parents and we all love each other and like each other <laughs> around this time of year when family dysfunction can kind of bubble up. Um, that's another thing I'm yeah. grateful for, for having people I like to see. It can be a challenge for a lot of people, so it is like yeah. something to be really, really grateful for. For smooth family gatherings around these times, yeah. Knock yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my mom in Guatemala right now. Love you, mom. If you're listening. Uh, sweet. Well, is, is, I think is that, that wraps up our top tie guy cool. questions. At least for now, we can yeah, come back great. for our next casual Thursdays. Thank you yeah. to everyone who submitted. Next time, uh, or if you have some others that you want to submit, feel free to throw them in. Send them anytime. Um, we have a suggestion box channel on. Uh, on the Discord, we also have a quick questions channel on the Discord. Okay. Um, so uh, feel free to send us anything that's on your mind. Uh, I think, too, just like with it being Thanksgiving and maybe you're home for the holidays and you're traveling and or you're, you lock yourself in your room and, and try to get away from your family for a second, uh, here's some uh, recommendations. Um, <laughs> Tie those bed sheets together, slip <laughs> yeah. out the window. <laughs> uh, please don't destroy Put that Ferris Bueller movie. dummy in your bed. 
Sorry, Sean. Go uh, ahead. Uh, please don't destroy um, the hunt for the treasure of Foggy Mountain or, or something. The the movie just came out on Peacock, uh, and I worked on that uh, last year in North Carolina. Some of you might remember. Um, I haven't watched it yet myself, but I'm excited to. And um, I think it's going to be I really see clips funny. on there. Yeah, Conan O'Brien's in it. Yeah, Conan's in it. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, and um, I also Ryan and I just binge watched both Twin Flames documentaries. That's uh, if you're a fan of a cult documentary, there are two of them about this one super weird skeevy cult uh, that is still going on. Um, so uh, it's kind of like an ongoing thing. What's so. it called? Twin Flames Universe, and then the is the name okay. of the cult. If you just search that, you'll find them. Great. Um, I'm in. And uh, I, think that's, I think that's it. You guys got anything? I have two things we were just talking about before the call, but it's worth, I think it's worth getting Paramount Plus for a couple months. Not only for the wide selection of movies there that are great for the holidays yeah, and all the Mission Impossibles, but two shows in particular. Number one, The Curse. The Curse. Just came out. It's we're just... two weeks in. New episodes coming out, I believe, on Fridays. Um, and this is Nathan Fielder, Emma Stone, and Benny Safdie, created by Nathan Fielder and Benny Safdie. It is amazing. I am obsessed with it. Um, if you liked the rehearsal, if you like Nathan for you, uh, Emma Stone is like unbelievably good in this. Um, it, I can't recommend it enough. It's called The Curse, Paramount. And then um, I'm just now watching this. It's called Slow Horses on Apple TV. Have either of you watched this? Never heard of it. I no. guess it's on. It's like its third season. It is so good. I am having such a fun time watching it. Um, it takes place. It's like MI5 in London. So they're, they're FBI, basically. Mm -hmm. And it's about um, Gary Oldman leads this a group of basically when a, when a spy or an agent in MI5 like totally fucks up they basically send them to this other building where they don't do anything because like they don't want to fire him because they have confidential information. They don't want to just let him go. So they just work for Gary Oldman in this shitty old building. And basically the, they get hooked onto a case and it's just such a fun thriller slash spy thing slash comedy slash drama. It's just, I'm just loving it. I'm having a great time watching it. So recommend uh, slow horses on Apple TV. I've got a couple that are uh, sli slightly different categories from you guys. Uh, musically, I've been really enjoying lately the music of Corey Henry. Do you guys know Corey Henry? No. He's an incredible, I mean, he's like a funk piano player and singer. Um, he's an incredible pianist. And uh, he has this album that came out earlier this year called uh, Live at the Piano. Um, I mean, his music is great mm. and he's kind of a genius. But like that, like I really loved, one of my favorite albums growing up was Ben Fold Live. Um, and it oh, has... Yeah. It's not, it's not the same. Like the music is a little different, but one guy at the piano, m almost all piano interacting with the crowd a little bit. Um, incredible. I've really, really been loving that album lately. So please check that out. Uh, and then a restaurant recommendation for Portland. When I was in Portland for work a few weeks ago, we got to go to Han Oak. That was fantastic. Uh -oh. Have you guys been to Han Oak? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've never it, been, but uh, yeah. It's, it's like, um, well, right now, are they still doing the hot pot thing? No, when I went, well, at least when I went, this was uh, two or three weeks ago now, they were doing a gimbop party. So if you know gimbop, oh, cool. it's like, um, 
it's like rice it's a it's like sea, seaweed rolls with rice and it. It, it would it resembles sushi but it's not sushi um and okay. you get like this wide variety of things and you can make your own which is super fun um yeah um, a a yeah, Portland classic for sure. The, I think they kind of change it up every now and then. For a while, they were doing hot pot. Before that, it was just like a really fancy restaurant. That that place is super cool. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh musically yeah, too. I just want to say Toro Imoa came out with an EP. I I love Toro Imoa. Like I love everything he yeah, does. Great. Chad Bundick, I think, is his real name. But he just put out like it's kind of like a country album almost. Is that like you know country indie maybe? Um, or it's just an EP. It's so good. I, I love that guy. He can do anything. <laughs> He's great. I saw Wolfpack in New York. That was fantastic. Cool. Oh yeah. Oh, Not a recommendation, man. but a bucket, but a bucket list thing for sure. me. Finally getting That's to see great. them play live. Um, so yeah. I'm so happy for you. Uh, that Brooklyn, is that yeah. is great. Um, I, yeah, do you guys was, know who uh, like? Yeah, incredible. Do you guys know who Daniel Johnson is? Like, the yeah, devil, the devil and Daniel. The Johnson. devil and Daniel Johnson. Yeah. Uh, 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 if you if you like his music, so jo- Joanna Sternberg is is an artist you should check out. It's she put okay. out this kind of folksy album that's that's really about like self doubt and like or self loathing and like loneliness <laughs> and it's but they're all these kind of like cute little songs and like. Uh, it's it's so good. I and and I've been kind of following her on like TikTok and stuff. Anyways, check it out. It's a, that's a good Sweet. one. Too. Um, um, I'm gonna have an anti recommendation for David Fincher's new movie, The Killer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought it was garbage. No good. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> no. <laughs> I I I'd say if if that movie just came out and David Fincher's name wasn't attached, it would just be like, this is awful. What is this? Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's because David Fincher. So now people look at it with different lenses on. They're like, Oh wow. It's like, this movie sucks. All right. That's all. Very good. Don't waste your time. Priscilla was good. Saw that in theaters. Okay. Hmm. I think we can, I think, I think we'll wrap this up. <laughs> I think we'll wrap up this casual Thursday. If you're still <laughs> listening, thank you. Let's cut that off. <laughs> um, uh, call us and leave us a voicemail at 503-694-9314 because we are going to have a voicemail episode very soon um, you can also email us at mspodcastcompany at gmail.com uh, join our discord uh, as Edwin said uh, the link is in the uh, episode notes uh, and uh, and you can also join us on patreon patreon.com slash michael scott come to scott's top for five bucks a month you get a bonus mailbag episode every month, as well as ad-free main feed episodes, as well as even more bonus content, uh, like our new Captive Audience uh, podcast, which uh, we'll be launching soon. Uh, and we also have our store, mspcstore.com, a uh, great place to pick up some nifty gifties for the holiday season. <laughs> uh, very <They> are nifty. <laughs> very special nifty thanks gift. to our Patreon supporters, uh, our Scott's Tots. We love you guys. Special thanks to Kayla and Brianna who run our Discord, and mm-hmm. special thanks to Ryan Lloyd who designs all our artwork. This episode was recorded on location in Portland, Oregon, USA, and Zurich, Switzerland. And Newport News, Virginia. There you go. Oh, right. Yeah. Also, really quick, we're on a push for 500 on uh, on Patreon. Help us get there. Help us oh. break that. We're so close. Tell your friends. 
buy them a subscription for for Christmas. Just, let's get to five hundred. We can do it. Heck yeah! Oh, uh, one last thing, I guess. If if you w- were participated in our Halloween costume contest and you were a finalist mentioned on the show, and you haven't sent me your your shipping address, oh, yeah. I sent you an email. Hit me back, and uh, and we'll get you a mug. It's fine. She sent an email. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Edwin. Take us home. Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us. If you've made it this far, this very, very, very casual Thursday, um, <laughs> we appreciate you. And uh, anyone who listens, interacts with us, uh, sends us messages, voicemails, uh, Patreon subscribers, Discord members, whomever, just know that uh, we truly love and appreciate you. Thank you for rocking with us. Um, and thank you for uh, helping us keep the show going. So uh, take care. Stay safe. Happy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you next week. Pippity poppity, give me the zap. Yes, sir. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.